Hi, Tellers. It's week two of what we learned in 2020. And this time I'll be interviewing Mindy to find out what she learned from that crazy year that we just went through. Enjoy. Well, welcome back, Tellers. We are here this time. We are going to be interviewing Mindy. And I'm so excited to hear about what you learned from 2020. So Mindy, Talk to us about what you were able to really get from last year that you hadn't in the past. So I think probably the main thing that I had to put into action was something that I felt the Lord had already kind of like I'd I'd written it down in my journal and I had thought through the idea. But 2020 was the year that I actually really had to um work it out in my own life. And it was just this concept of holding your plans loosely, you know, um, Mm. planning for things, you know, planning the direction you want to go or or setting goals and everything, but holding them with open hands and letting him take those plans and guide them into the, um, just into the direction or the way that he wants you to go. And I, and I've noticed like some people, they, they do this and God does, you know, he does his thing, but they tend to go in the general direction that they were planning to go. Mm. But for me this year started out, like I had a, a set direction and I'm in, I ended the year in a completely different place and yeah. I'm, it, it was all okay. But, um, so that the end of 2019, I had a friend, she, she mentors me a little bit and she was like, okay, so where do you see yourself, you know, in five years? Because if anybody's, if anybody's familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a nine and nines tend Mm -hmm. to be very, um, like slow at getting started and, Mm -hmm. you know, just not really able to get going. So, um, that really got me thinking, I was like, okay, what do I actually want to do? You know, like, what is coming up in the next five years. And one of the biggest things coming up for me is that um, my, almost all of my children besides the youngest will be graduated or in the middle of graduating. And so wow, um, it's going to be kind of a big changing period for us. And so I, I felt like I needed to prepare for that because, um, you know, I needed to probably have a vocational direction and all that kind of thing, because they were going to, you know, go off and do their thing like kids do. There's college or work or whatever. And so anyways, I really have always wanted to go to college. I've always wanted to work in ministry. I really, really love to, um, I don't know. I just enjoy um, serving people in that capacity. And I know you don't have to technically do that in the church. You can do that in whatever you're, work is, but I have, I have always just had a heart to work in the church. And so I thought, well, what if I got a degree in church ministry and then saw, uh, what doors, you know, God would open. Mm-hmm. So I applied to, um, Laterno university, which is a private Christian college in Longview. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's in Longview. Um, and I, I got accepted and I just love, I had a wonderful advisor and I told her what I was wanting to do. And we were, I wasn't going to start until June. Um, I had the opportunity to sell my house and kind of get a little bit of financial freedom so that I would be able to, um, you know, pay 
for college and step away from the job I had. And then I was planning on doing some subbing, uh, substitute teacher, Mm -hmm. and then being able to do like my classwork during the day. So that was the plan and the goal. And we had it all set up. And um, I was just kind of getting my mind ready for that. And Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know, you, you sign up for classes like five weeks up. So I was looking at what classes I needed the first semester, you know, all these things, everything was very new and very weird. And so I was like trying to figure this all out and everything. And um, and then COVID hit. And so that really changed everything for me because I did, I wasn't in a terrible financial place by any means. I was very well. um, I just felt like, especially selling my house, the Lord had very much prepared me financially Mm -hmm. especially to be ready for that but it did change the plans of being able to go to college and being Mm -hmm. able to just do a like a part-time job like substitute teaching and so and then it also meant that I kind of needed to look for more of a full-time job now the job at the school was full-time but it wasn't going to pay as much as I I needed Mm -hmm. so it meant that I was going to have to try and find something new And one thing that kind of stood out to me was I was disappointed, but I wasn't as disappointed as I thought I was going to be. Because, you know, college had kind of been like a dream, but it was almost like I had tried it. I'd gotten accepted. That was the plan. And then God shut the door. So it was almost like this piece about that door being shut. Like, okay, this is just not the direction I go. Mm. So anyways, that was just kind of how the year started off for me just I had made all these plans I had got everything into place I had um you know started my FAFSA uh, financial aid you know stuff and and then it just completely changed like that was not what was going to happen and so I felt like God had kind of given me the concept of what that meant and then I ended up having to do it and it was just kind of and this is just for me, you know, like sometimes when you have a a dream that you want to do, it can be really gut wrenching when you have to give it up. And I I have experienced some somewhat of that, but not with this one. I was just able to say, okay, God, you know, this is how I planned this year, but I trust you because I'm going to hold my plans loosely. I'm going Mm. to let you guide and direct them. And I trust you in whatever way, you know, you want us to, to go. And so as um, our audience already knows, I have, I ended up stepping away from the school job and then I did, um, I worked on some political campaigns and um, I recently was able to get a position at the district attorney's office in our parish. So wow. that is how I ended the year with this. Um, I've never <clears throat> worked in any capacity like this other than just, mm-hmm. you know, I worked a little bit for Um, my friend who is now a judge and I've done political stuff, but this is just a brand new field for me and I'm I'm excited, but Mm -hmm. you know, like just a very vast difference from where I started the year out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, did that make you kind of think what it could have been if you would have held on to what your plans were? you know, and, and just said, kind of been stubborn about it. Like, no, I'm going to 
do this somehow. <laughs> I'm going to fight to go to school or just kind of sat in that disappointment. Do you think you'd still be where you are if you had just not had peace? Oh, I definitely wouldn't have been where I am because, um, you know, the job at the school, even though it was a, a job that I just needed to to make a little more at, it was still a job with benefits. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I had the security of a job with on these political campaigns, but it was still kind of a leap of faith because I was stepping away from a secure job to a more freelance job. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that kind of for, for whatever reason, and this is just me, that particular faith step doesn't really scare me. Um, there's other things, you know, that can be harder for me to do, but that mm. didn't really scare me. And I, I just, I, I'm trying to even remember, I know that I had to have been disappointed. I think I was a little bit, especially cause I really wanted to go to Letourneau. I yeah. grew up, um, hearing about it and I had a, a, uh, lady that, um, had gone to our church growing up and she was a basketball coach there. And it, it just seemed like a really cool place to go. And I was excited, especially what I was really excited about was learning how to study the Bible, you know, and Mm. from an academic point of view and, and learning all theology and church history, you know, and all that kind of thing. So I think probably the actual, um, dream of getting to, to study and be a student, that was probably where uh, I think it stung the most. Mm. Do you think that's gone, though? Do you think that it, it could have been a possibly not yet? I've, I've thought about that, and I've had other people say that to me. But honestly, I think that was it. Hmm. If I was to say, and I mean, who, who knows? You know, like I'm yeah. sitting here and I have no clue. But if I was to give an educated guess and say right now how I feel, in my heart. And, and I would say that I'm probably not going to go. And I, and I feel okay with that. I really do. Yeah. So is that how you know that you you're doing basically that word that God gave you to hold your plans loosely? It's just that you, you have peace about whatever's happening and you just move forward. Is that how you know you're doing it? (laughs) I guess so. I mean, because, you know, sometimes peace is such a funny thing to explain because Mm. you can do things and it's still very scary. But it's when I say I feel peace, it's like at the very bottom level of me, like where in, in my spirit, where I know that I'm, you know, that place where you know that you're saved and you know God is real. Yeah. Even though the surface is kind of cause I was nervous to start the campaigns, even though I'd done it before. And I'm, I'm a little nervous and excited now to start this job, but at that base layer of who I am, I do have peace about it. And yeah. I think that that, that is probably, um, maybe one of the ways you can know. But an- another thing is, is just knowing that beforehand. And then when it happens, you're like, Oh, okay. So this is what it means. This means mm. I planned and God's just, redirected me and sometimes you know I mean this is just me it can mean something different for other people sometimes it can mean you know like you just don't do it for at this particular time and then he kind of Mm -hmm. takes you back around to that thing or whatever but it's just this whole idea that whatever direction you're headed whatever um, 
plans you've made, just be prepared for him for it not to look. Here's what I think it means. It means to for things to not look how you've pictured them in your mind and to be okay with that and not be scared yeah. when, you know, it, oh my gosh, I didn't think it was going to look like this. Well, that's okay. You know, God knew what was coming. So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. And the Bible says that, our, you know, his thoughts are not our thoughts mm-hmm. and his ways are not our ways. So we might be on the same page with God as far as his will and his desires, but it, it, it will look different because mm-hmm. we don't, <laughs> we yeah. don't, we can't picture what he has in his mind. No eye has seen what God has planned, you know, yeah. for his people. So yeah, it'll, it'll look a little different. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think one of the ways it's looked different for me is, um, this, the spiritual gifts that I've learned that I've had and, you know, like things that people have pointed out and just kind of not necessarily, um, personality wise, but the way I'm, I'm wired. And then also the, the gifts from the spirit have always to me looked like they'd be played out in ministry because that's Mm. the kind of place where I've always seen these gifts, you know, kind of where people with other people who have similar gifts, this is the direction they usually go in some form of ministry or mm-hmm. um, even teaching or, or something like that. And so I think the hardest part of all of this is having to learn that I do have these giftings, but that there isn't just this one place where they can be used. Like mm-hmm. the gifts that I have are gifts that can be used in anywhere. And he's, and he's already shown me that because I've, kind of to me I feel like it's I've taken a windy road (laughs) in my Mm -hmm. life and so I always wanted a just a straight road you know like okay I'm like say people who know they wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever okay this is what I'm going to be and these are the steps I need to take to do it I've kind of always wanted to do that and so I was thinking that maybe that's the direction I needed to go because this is usually where these giftings lead you and God's like no you know these things can be used wherever I want them to be used. And it doesn't mean that you're not in the right place. It's just, I want these things done here. So I think that's been the hardest thing is for me to understand that the, whatever giftings you have, doesn't mean it, it, they don't just fit into one box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Cause I I think we do that a lot that God is not in a box. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I mean, I, there's probably some people who can understand it. Like I, I really loved um, the the CPA we had on where he he was saying um, what he does is a service to people. And it's how he um, shows Jesus to the world, you know, through his a- accounting mm. business. And but for me, that was a hard concept to learn. Like um, my life didn't have to look this certain way because I had these certain gifts like God can make my life look any way he wants. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah, it's it's interesting. It makes me think of the different people who Jesus healed in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, there were yeah. some he said, "Okay, now come follow me." Mm-hmm. And and so one guy he said, "No, don't follow me. You go back to your hometown." Yeah, and let them see you in your right mind. Mm-hmm. So they know they know what you were like before. <laughs> so yeah. let them see what God did for you. So it's just like. It just depends on on what where he wants 
that to be displayed, you know. Mm -hmm. And another good place um, where I saw this kind of play out in the Bible, and and it's funny because I've came to this passage several times and always thought about this, but there it's where David has gone to attack the Philistines. And I'm sorry, I don't have the reference written down. But anyways, he's going to fight the Philistines. And I I believe that it's after he's already become king. Um, and so he says, he immediately says, okay, God, how do you want us to do this? And mm. God says, I want you to do it this way. And so he does it this way. He has a great victory. Yeah. And then the Philistines come back. And <laughs> just the most beautiful thing I just love. And it's something I try to. I'm trying really hard to practice. David just doesn't automatically assume, oh, well, God said to do it like this. (laughs) I had a victory, so I'm going to do this. No, he asks him again. He goes, okay, God, how do we do it? And God tells him a different way to fight the Philistines. And so he defeats them. And I just, I can't think of anything that I just means more to me than that because I have done that. I have just Mm -hmm. assumed that I knew what God wanted because I'd either done it that way before or had seen that somebody else do it or, um, you know, that mm. how I, that's how I had interpreted something in his word and it didn't really look right. And so he has very much probably one of the main lessons in any point of my journey, especially since I um, became single was to constantly be in communication with him, mm. how he wants, you know, you to speak to a certain person or how he wants you to handle a situation. And because he knows every detail of it, he knows that yeah. this person, you can talk to him this way, but this person, you might need to think of a different way to say mm-hmm. it, you know, or in, you know, just in anything. And so that, I, I just love that reading that about David, how he knew to ask mm-hmm. every time, God, how do you do this? And I, I think that just kind of is the whole idea of God wanting to be in relationship with us and, and in communication yeah. with us because that, and that's just how much we need him. Yes. So. <laughs> that's it right there. I think that's the main thing. Like you really unlock the key to what you were talking about. Of how this is how you can hold your plans loosely because you're you're not in this by yourself. Yes, <laughs> you know you're constantly mm-hmm. getting um, instruction from the Father. You know, mm-hmm. um, and He's leading the whole way. The Holy Spirit is leading the whole way. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Does that? How does that kind of? contrast with the go with the flow with life though you know because some people are kind of like well whatever happens happens whatever will be will be it's not necessarily that no it's not that I think that kind of because I can very easily I can fall into that um, (laughs) because it's just so much easier but I think it's more of the intention of your heart and the um the posture of what you're doing. So you're not just going with the flow and letting life happen to you. You're preparing for life and you're Mm. planning, but at the same time you're saying, okay, God, what direction do I need to go here? What do I need to, you know, you're just in constant communication with him about, okay, should I take this step? What's the next right thing for me to do? And sometimes, you know, you don't get like a, 
just this really confident thing mm-hmm. that you need to do this, or I should say this specific thing, but God's like, I think sometimes there's several okay choices, you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. so he just kind of lets you take one, but it's just that preparing and planning for life, but letting him lead you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And yeah. letting him guide your steps. That kind of, I think there's a verse that says, Lord, guide my steps. Or He, his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Yes. So it, it's not a, a lamp to the whole road. It's just just that bit that we need at a time. Yeah. Because sometimes I think if we knew the whole thing, it would scare us too much. We, we <laughs> wouldn't do it. <laughs> Or we'd skip ahead, like, oh, I'm just uh-huh. going to end up here oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, part of it is is what it takes to get you there. So. Mm. And the character you need to get there, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. For sure. Yeah, we totally don't think about that type of stuff. No. You know, do you, I mean, because do you feel like you're, you're closer to God or stronger in your faith through that whole thing of your life kind of being turned around and you just following God through it? Yeah, I think so. I think I had already kind of had to do that anyway, becoming a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that that was way scarier because yeah, you know, <laughs> that was like this big hurricane that happened and nothing looked mm-hmm. the same. You know, but through that, I learned, okay, God's with me. I can do this. Um, You know, life can still be good. And so it's more like kind of, you know, like when you learn the first part of math when you're in elementary and then you take that foundation and you build on and you learn the Mm. next part of math and then you go into algebra and all the higher math. So it's like God keeps taking you through lessons building on what you've already learned. And it's like a extra a building stronger faith muscles and growing in faith and saying, mm-hmm. okay, um, okay, I can do this because I've been here before. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. That, that going through a divorce and becoming a single parent, it, it is like that. It's like upending your whole life and like, what, what is this? Like, and how do mm-hmm. I, how do I do life now? And mm-hmm. how do, how do I handle the kids now? Like <laughs> it is kind yeah. of like whatever, what the whole world <laughs> went through and, and it's really scary. Yes. And it's like, can yes. I, can I survive this? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not the, mm-hmm. that unknown, everything is unknown. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, you know, that that's really good. Cause I, I mean, going through that, kind of makes you go oh if I survive this like <laughs> <laughs> I do feel that sometimes I'm like you know to me it not necessarily I had never really thought about divorce but about you know being left or not wanted or something like that that to me mm. that was like the worst thing that could possibly happen to me um and that is kind of the core fear of uh, of a nine on the enneagram is being forgotten and abandoned And so it, it really was like the strongest fear. And then, so seeing that, not that it is the worst thing that could ever happen to me, but to me it was, and seeing that I survived it and that 
you know, I'm really okay. And mm-hmm. God is, God is with me and God is strong. And, you know, like life, life is still worth living and all that kind of thing. Kind of like a, what your friend talked about who had that brain aneurysm, you know, like mm. you go through yeah. that, but, but life is, life is still good. And so you're like, okay, I survived that. You know, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that there's different situations for everybody. You know, people who've mm-hmm. lost loved ones or have had to go through a very debilitating illness. Or I, I've had several people who have gone through fires and hurricanes, you know, and mm. you just, it, it changes your whole life. But you realize, you know, that you can, you can still do life. Yeah. So... Mm. That's good. How how do you, uh, do you have advice maybe for someone who went through last year and is just filled with disappointment right now? Maybe like, I don't want to plan for anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to think about, well, New Year's resolutions or 2021 is my year. Like that just all out the window because of this, you know, mess. Like I- how do you move forward? I would say to allow yourself to completely feel, feel the disappointment, to mm. not hold anything back, to pour out, um, you know, it, in first Samuel, Hannah was so devastated that she didn't have a son And the Bible says she poured out her soul to the Lord. And I think that that's the starting place. Like if you are really sitting in disappointment and, you wanted this thing to happen or to go this place and you couldn't, you have to let it all out. Mm. So my advice would be to just start at that point and to let God know exactly how you feel, to let him know how disappointed you are and to allow yourself to feel all of that. And I think you'll be surprised at how he meets you in that place because he, Mm. he wants you to know that you can show him all of that he's still going to love you. Yeah. And it's okay to show, he's like the, he's the safe place to show all that to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not going to, um, you know, sometimes seeing somebody grieve can be very hard to watch. Yeah. And sometimes we can't, some people are, are better at it than others, but sometimes it's hard to sit with somebody in that. And so to let yourself grieve the loss, cause it's a loss. Mm-hmm. So let yourself grieve the loss, sit in the disappointment and tell God all about it and, and start there. And I, it really is amazing what happens once you're able to do that. That's really good. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just learning that. So this is fresh advice from my counselor. <laughs> uh, that's really good because how often do we just try to get over it or mm-hmm. suppress it or act like yeah. it's not a big deal? Yeah. Like if you're hurting, you just you can be honest with God about mm-hmm. that. And it doesn't, yes. doesn't scare them, like you said. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's the key word. They're being honest with him. Mm. It's okay to be honest with him. He, it's not going to change how he feels about you. Yes. Yeah. That's really good, Mindy. Um, I want to ask you what you asked me last week. What was like the the silliest thing you did in in that (laughs) wacky year? (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I like to do this thing sometimes on Instagram because you know you can lip sync to the songs or and and play a small part part of a song on Instagram story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So 
Oh my gosh, this was so silly. <laughs> um, you know, you're trying to help the kids think of something funny and to keep them, you know, upbeat and everything. And so I got this crazy idea to do a little parody of, and it's a terrible song. Uh oh. So please forgive me <laughs> for the people who might be shocked that I know this song. I don't listen to this all the time. I just happen to know it. But it's that song. I don't even, I'm not even sure who sings it, but is everybody in the club getting tipsy? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that's what we old did one. Was, yeah. <laughs> what we did was we made this version of everybody in the club getting TP. TP? <laughs> yes. <laughs> TP because toilet paper was such a hot item. Oh. So we made this little video where uh, I pretended like I went to Sam's Club mm-hmm. and I was really hoping that there'd be toilet paper. And then my daughter um, put on sunglasses and we kind of we have this little disco ball and we so we lip sync and said everybody in the club getting tp oh my gosh so oh, y'all were balling huh because y'all yes. had all the toilet yes. paper <laughs> well, we were balling uh, but that's probably the silliest thing i did and but uh, did your kids have fun though that- oh my gosh they had so much fun they were laughing so hard and i sent it to a, a friend who is a closet gangster rapper who loves <laughs> She loves that music. Yeah. And I knew she'd get a big kick out of it because she knows it's not my music. <laughs> Gore, so she she enjoyed it. She thought it was funny. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there had to be moments if people would stop and think. There had to be moments of laughter, you know, oh, yeah. moments of just oh, yeah. silliness and moments mm-hmm. of connection. You know, there were, there had to be, you know good times throughout all of that yes you know yes so yeah yeah. well Mindy thank you so much for for sharing that I'm sure it's gonna help someone especially your advice at the end um for people who are looking at this year maybe a little skeptical you know Mm -hmm. um I think that'll really help help someone so wow this has been fun it has. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and we'll and we'll come back next week, and and you get to interview me again about some yeah. more stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.